Hey there everyone and welcome to Moving Through Fear. My name is Alan. So, we're gonna talk about um, self-care and all the buzzwords that would include well-being and work-life balance. And I learned this recently from um, what I'm taking up. So, I'm taking a, a course right now to for, for the health professionals and the, the goal here is that what I will learn there, I will pick it up and share it as I conduct my, my classes um, when it comes to yoga, meditation, even workouts and say I'm expanding to um, retreats, facilitating workshops, and other courses online. And this is the first time that I am using this mic setup with its own tripod stand. And then it's connected, the cord is connected to an adapter um, with a USB-C um, going to my other phone. And at the same time, I'm recording um, video through my iPhone. So let's see what happens. And this is the the, the, the point here is I, I wanted to, to post more of my podcast episodes on YouTube. And maybe so while I do my podcast to, to major podcast platforms, I'll be posting content as well on YouTube. So there. Now we talk about self-care. And while I don't have anything against self-care, you notice that most of the time it's it's done, it's quick, and it's accessible. Now those three um, words, accessible, quick, and instant, these are the things that are common nowadays, and. While it is nice to have, there is no long-term benefits that entail taking a self-care um, approach. I'm not gonna hate on on those who are promoting this, and this is really good, especially there's too much pressure going on um, while we are having this pandemic. And while we're transitioning to searching and struggling for the new normal, there's no such thing as a new normal, guys. Um, just to give you a, a nudge on the head, um, it will take more years. We're still on the, we're still, we are just in the second year of COVID-19. And I doubt as um, new developments on um, boosters and even intake of, of medicine that would, you know, give an instant cure or um, at least avoid the long-term effects of COVID. We have to respect science and at the same time, we need to be resilient and not the Pinoy resiliency that I wanted to discuss on some other um, episodes, but the resiliency of of wanting to survive right 
when it comes to self-care self-care is for short term that is why it presents to us as instant and um, quick or or yep it is short when it comes to self-care you would notice it's the same old um, like for example if you want to to go to a um, facial care or maybe have your manicure pedicure maybe you needed to work out or maybe you just need an instant or a quick remedy from your from that slump right from that occasional slump and while it is good we tend to have this um, violent routine that whenever we're pressured we're gonna step back and then we're gonna find and look for something that would give us this instant um, relief now I'm not I don't want to 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 be scientific about it but with our nervous system so you have the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system and um, also there's the vagus nerve or the vagus nerve um, just correct me if <laughs> whichever is correct right and the 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 parasympathetic nervous system that we have um, there's a part in our brain it's um, called the amygdala on which case that signals our body to fight or flight there's another I'll even add freeze or fawn now the difference is the fight or flight is quite um, obvious when it comes to freezing it's the point wherein there's the threat okay and your body couldn't um, choose between facing it facing the threat or fleeing from it so that's the fight or flight and you're gonna hold their system or just imagine that your laptop is on a continuous loop of endless loop of that circle instead of the the hourglass turning for those of you um, Gen Z or even millen older millennials I should say or Gen Xers um, the, the turning um, hourglass in your windows or maybe in your MacBook is quite familiar that is the freeze when it comes to fawning if you would notice when we are threatened or when we are faced by a challenge or threat either we tend to haggle or we step down to our level in order to appease the threat or to have a gentler effect on us instead of you know um, creating that traumatizing um, effect to our bodies or to us directly and this is 
the same as compromising. If you would notice, for those of you who are used to compromising when it comes to your loved ones, your family, your close relative, or your, your circle, your immediate circle, we tend to appease people because this is the basic necessity um, as, as per Maslow's hierarchy of needs um, is the essence of belonging, finding to belong. And the easiest way to 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 end a fight, to end a threat, is to make friends, to befriend it, right? And while it is good, and on the outside, because we we stop the confrontation, we soften the situation. It is not good within a part of our body, and that is. Um, what you call the fascia, the soft tissue, the soft connecting tissues, um, somehow that is where cancer cells develop, not in the muscle, but on the soft tissue. And that is why there's the proliferation of, 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 of cancer cells being either benign or malignant. And most of the time, while it is benign, it creates this um, permanent um, what's this wound inside and it 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 diminishes the value of life our life because we didn't confront or we didn't um, yeah we didn't um, face the threat head on right now while not all of us can do a confrontation because maybe we're too tired um, maybe we're afraid to call ourselves weak maybe because it is a parent maybe it is a relative maybe a mentor there are different ways in order for us to create an argument or engage an argument or to a threat, face of threat, without being violent. But it also helps our body and even our principles so as not to compromise. And that's the fawning effect. Okay, so much about that. And that is why I mentioned that self-care is, um, is a quick remedy with no long-term benefits. Because first, you will return. And that is where, okay, and while I am not against capitalists, um, it is creating this... Um, a billion dollar industry wherein we are as consumers as users we feel the need of searching for that quick remedy for that quick result and that is not a good one for us in the long term and that is why well-being takes place 
well-being is the state of wellness of feeling good for a long time and alan you may ask how do you even um you know create that well-being atmosphere it starts with breath and it has this you will really take a retreat and while most of us think of retreats um in um we associate retreats as going out of town maybe going out of the busy streets of your city of your neighborhood why not wake up at 4 a.m or wake up when no one is awake and enjoy the quietude or meaning to say the solitude of of being silent and just listening um, outside that is the best time for you to meditate for you to have or practice mindfulness and I know I know it is a boring practice for some especially um, for those of you who are used to having or, or to being busy because of work and that is the effect when we couldn't anymore find time to stay silent to keep quiet and you know internalize or have this introspection that is the moment that we know this um, self-care methods are just a temporary solution and it will trigger the brain to have this you know um, shut down it will come to a point that everything is numb because you will search for um, different ways to find that self-care and it will be a vicious cycle like I mentioned before it will be a vicious cycle okay now to to end this this discussion before i was um working in a corporate setup and this might be a different discussion altogether but before we keep on talking about work-life balance work-life balance may be good and may be effective but there's one major factor if your passion, your dedication, your life is your work or what sustains you to pay your bills, to, to, to pay your consumables, then there's no such thing as work-life balance. And it will really burn you out because you will keep on searching for that something that is unattainable. In the first place if you are say a yoga teacher or a fitness coach and you keep on creating this contents online um, maybe searching for cold calls um, for for potential clients and then finally getting that um, real client that would subscribe 
to your services, it is, it will take time. It will take much of your time. And the 24 hours seem so long, or not seem so short rather, because you, you, you dedicate yourself to, to programming, to finding that um, right program for your client. And if you're that person like me that, you know, tend to be OC, tend to be really um, careful, whatever it is that fits your client, then the 24 hours would be short. And crying and looking for a work-life balance is quite impossible. And that is why we, we tend to... That is why I needed to, to, to discuss this. For fitness, wellness, for service industries, especially those working for their passion, work-life balance is not a thing that would be possible. And that is why we use the term well-being because that would lessen the result of a burnout so remember um whenever we try to search for a a work-life balance there is the immediate result of a burnout when you feel that you're you're raising a white flag and you say work-life balance everyone then for sure you are at the risk of burning out that will be another episode i guess for now, I wanted to clarify the terms. When it, when it comes to self-care, self-care has its results, but would, you would expect short-term and instant gratification, just like what we have on, you know, on your social media. And work-life balance is not possible if you're working to sustain your life, to sustain your passion, to sustain your bills. And burnout is already a risk if you are in search for a possible work-life balance. So try to attain well-being. Try to practice well-being. Start with breathing slowly, catching your breath tuning in and grounding yourself but alan my senses you know they overwhelm me and that's the point having a discipline to see things clearly beyond what is being seen that would be a long practice are we afraid of learning something new being bad at it at first but try to master it and then maybe just maybe we will soon realize the true effect the long-lasting effect of well-being thank you so much this has been alan i hope you enjoyed this you know very first episode of moving through fear have a good day everyone bye